The Crystal Healing Certification Program is coming soon. Want to know more? For info, free training, and to get on the list, go to crystalhealerschool.com. Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers and spiritual entrepreneurs to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and join our crystal movement. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and this podcast is the number one place for all things crystals, where crystal lovers and spiritual entrepreneurs can learn and experience the art of crystal healing. In today's show, I'm interviewing the amazing Ezzy Spencer, PhD, author of Lunar Abundance. And I've been following Ezzy for quite some time now because I've really been getting more into um, just living in tune with the cycles and phases and energies of the moon. And it was such a pleasure to talk to Ezzy just a few days before the U.S. release of her book. And we just had such an amazing conversation. Um, so definitely give this interview a listen and listen to it with an open mind because she definitely presents some ideas about living in alignment with lunar energy and how to really cultivate and manifest what it is that we desire in our lives using the cycle of the moon and the energy and power of the moon. Um, and it was just such an interesting conversation because we talk about, you know, the moon's effect on our emotions. We talk about how to reconnect with lost parts of ourselves through journaling and um, essential oils and, and tying this all into the cycles or ebb and flow of the moon. And one thing that we really discuss in detail, which I was so grateful for, is really using the full lunar cycle to your advantage and, and riding out that energetic wave and that ebb and flow. Because, you know, I found myself when I was first really starting to connect with the moon, of course, being really drawn in by the full moon. But I often felt that energy so overwhelming. And I think that the great kind of fresh perspective that Ezzy brings, or I guess a more practical perspective, is really that it's not just about connecting with the full moon or connecting with even the new moon and the full moon. The moon goes through eight phases, eight very distinct energetic phases. And Ezzy really breaks these down in her book, but she kind of gives us a sneak peek in this interview as to these different correlations in our lives, in our emotional well-being and our physical well-being, and how we have an opportunity to develop and grow and change and go through these cycles. Um, and this is something that Ezzy has seen, you know, in hundreds, if not thousands of women that she's been working with all over the world. So these are energies that are greater than ourselves. This is a way to really tune in and tap into what's happening in the universe and feel like you're a part of that thing that is so much bigger than ourselves. And I just think that she has so much to bring to the table, definitely an expert in this area. Um, so not as much about crystals this time, but I feel like the great thing about crystals is that they are able to connect us in so many different ways. And 
You can use crystals with so many other modalities, spiritual practices. They're, you know, they aren't this thing just in and of themselves. I mean, they can stand alone for sure, but I love that the way that I get the most out of crystals is when I really combine and work them into other things. So my healing practice, my meditation practice, working with lunar energy. So I want you to really kind of think about that as you're listening to this interview and be really open-minded and think about how could you make this practice work in your own life? How could you really get more in tune with that mystic magnetism of the moon? So give it a listen. I think you'll really enjoy it. This is me interviewing the amazing Ezzy Spencer all about lunar abundance. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm Ashley Levy, the founder and educational director of the Love and Light School, and I'm so excited for this podcast episode today because I have the pleasure of interviewing the amazing Ezzy Spencer of Lunar Abundance. Now, I've been following Ezzy for several months now, and I'm just always so impressed with the amazing information that she puts out about the different lunar cycles and moon phases and just what's going on with the moon. And I'm just so, so thrilled to be able to bring her here to all of you because she has recently just released a brand new book in the U.S. called Lunar Abundance, Cultivating joy, peace, and purpose using the phases of the moon. So Ezzie, thank you so much for being here with me. It's my pleasure to be here. Could you just maybe introduce yourself to everyone really quickly and tell us a little bit about your business and your work with Lunar Energy? Of course, yes. So I am an author and a speaker and I do some consulting work as well. And so I basically teach how to connect in with the moon cycle to create a better life, to really live in the flow of life and to tap into that joy and peace and sense of purpose, which so many of us are really yearning to find. And it's a personal practice, which I share. This has been born from my own experience and my own quest to come back to myself and to create more abundance in every single way in my own life. Oh, thank you so much for that. Now, you know, one thing that I am so excited about with this book is that I find myself in the position of someone who really needs to read this book because so many of us, myself included, you know, at times we just feel really disconnected from what's happening in our body, what's happening with our emotions. And, and, you know, we're always kind of looking for that way to reconnect with that part of ourselves. And in your book, In Lunar Abundance, this is really the main focus. It's about this reconnection to your inner self. It's about tuning in to your own energy by using the moon as a mirror. And um, I was wondering if you could just tell us, you know, how does the moon and these, these cycles, these ebbs and flows, how does this really um, help us reconnect to that part of ourselves? Because this is a big part of what you speak about in the book. Yeah, for sure. So I really did live from the neck up in so many ways when I was younger. And this is one of the reasons why I felt that there was something missing in my own life. I really felt that sense of disconnection in my own life. 
I was working in a very different career. I was working in the law and there was, um, you know, there was a lot that was good about that, but there was as well this sense of feeling divorced from who I really was, you know, the natural cycles and rhythms of my own body, the natural flow of life, that connection with the natural environment and the universe and, and that sense of mystery and magic which I had as a child but somewhere along the way you know I really felt like I I, I I lost that when I started to to walk down that more traditional path and started to get some of those more external um, you know trappings of, of success if you will so the way that I started to, to come back to myself to cultivate that sense of self awareness of of who I really was and why I was here on this earth and to cultivate this deeper relationship with my own you know feeling and emotional world you know my inner world and my my physical body as well you know that sense of that that femininity um, and that natural joy was by working with the moon cycle and I was drawn to this very very organically 10 years ago before it was you know a, a, a big thing on the internet and on social media um, it was something which I started to connect with when I was working with my um, you know writing my journal at night how I was feeling trying to make sense of how I was feeling in my place in the world and I started to draw in these little phases of the moon throughout the entire moon cycle not just the full moon but throughout the entire moon cycle and what I found is that there was you know this natural correlation between where the moon was in the sky and how I was feeling what was going on for me and then the, those those sort of correlations would actually repeat over multiple moon cycles. So there became these patterns that were predictable, and I started to understand more about myself and the rhythms in 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 the world. So I. Um, I suppose, you know, there's lots of theories about why the moon has the effect that it does. And one of the main theories is around, you know, the gravitational pull, you know, that the moon has the effect that it does on the tides, the ocean tides on Earth. And as humans, you know, we, our bodies are a very high percentage of our bodies are made up of, of water. So, you know, why would the moon not have the same effect on us as, you know, living, breathing beings down here on Earth? So that's a, a causal uh, theory as to why the moon has the effect that it does. And I also work with the more um, correlative view of working with the hermetic principle or correspondence so which basically goes as above so below so what we see on the big macro level up there in the skies in the universe on that bigger level of course is the moon um, and all of the celestial entities in the sky we can also see those patterns down here on the micro level for us as individual beings here on earth so there'll be that replication what's going on in the sky 
also is what happens for us down here on earth as well. And in this way, we can understand the moon as a mirror. So when we look up at night and see the moon, as I always encourage people to do, to actually go outside and connect in with the beautiful natural environment in this way, is that when you see the moon, use it as that invitation to come within to feel how it is that you are feeling in any given moment. Take that moment, that opportunity to stop and drop out of, you know, your to-do list in your head and rushing through the busy day and all of the obligations which all of us have and to check in to, to just to really ask that question and to listen to the answer. What is your emotion, you know, at this time? Is there something that you need to go deeper into, something that perhaps you're suppressing that could, you know, actually provide you with interesting data about, you know, are you feeling frustrated at this time? You know, are you feeling happy? You know, what do you need to change or not change um, at, at this time in your life? You know, develop that greater emotional literacy by working with the moon cycle Feel the physical sensations in your body as well by, you know, working with the moon as the mirror, you know, really start to come into this deep inhabiting of yourself and that self-knowledge and self-awareness in that way. And what we will find is that as you start to tune in and you can certainly work in much more um, you know, depth with the moon cycle and consciously harness the energy as well, but just that first step, just tuning in, starting to pay attention, what you will find is that there will be enormous benefits that will flow from that as a result. And so whilst we don't necessarily know why the moon has the effect that it does, what we do know and what I see in my own life and then also in the lives of hundreds of hundreds of women that I've worked with um, around the world and, you know, so many women as well on social media. And it's not gender specific. You can work with the moon regardless of gender, you know, but really tuning in to ourselves is going to have a profound effect. Working with the moon cycle will change your life in all kinds of juicy ways by allowing you to cultivate more intuition, more sense of self, more relaxation, more ease, more flow, more sustainable success in your life. You know, this is so interesting. I think what you just shared about your own journey and that that feeling of disconnection and finding that again through the moon energy is such a common story. It's such a shared story for many of us, especially as women, I think. I mean, of course, men too, you know, just because you're you're a gentleman does not mean that you can't connect with lunar energy. Let's be real about that. But mm-hmm. I think this is this is such a shared story, you know, especially in this kind of modern world we live in where we are kind of all, you know, nose to the pavement, just going about our days. And, and it is easy to get caught up in that feeling of disconnect. And I love what you said about just kind of pausing and taking that moment to realize where you are and, and pay attention to your surroundings and and really feel that connection, even in those small moments each day. I just thank you so much for sharing that. Mm. And I'm also really excited about this book, not just because of, you know, the great information that you're sharing here, but there are also some opportunities for journaling and there's some really beautiful and inspirational images. Um, Could you share a little bit about what prompted you to create this? I mean, really, it's like it's this beautiful um, kind of creation for each person who, who gets this book. I mean, what was it that made you feel called to create it in this way and kind of piece together both, you know, the, the information and, and the teaching along with a place for people to really make it their own through these journaling exercises? 
Oh, yeah. Well, I really wanted the Lunar Abundance book to be an embodiment of the practice. And I feel like getting out of the head, getting out of the ideas, you know, getting out of even, you know, sort of the the visualizing um, and into that real felt embodied experience is so key. And the way to be able to access that experience has to be through living it and breathing it and engaging with the senses, not just thinking about it. And so that intention was really clear as I was creating the Lunar Abundance book. And it's got, you know, it's got the the, the moon graphics, it's got the photographs which are really sumptuous and you know uh, are really tapping into uh, you know the, the the natural environment and getting you know the invitation is you know to to get outside and to get into the bush I'm in Australia so you know that's the bush or you know get into um, the jungle in Bali which is where I was for part of the the time as I was creating the book or you know just to to, to get into you know the ocean if you can get near there or just get outside of the outside of the city and start to connect back in with your roots you know even if that is just finding a park inside of a city if that is all that is available to you but you know getting your feet on the ground getting earth and starting to feel that natural wisdom of our earth is so key and so Again, you know, I wanted that book, I wanted the book to really tap into that, to take us out of our conscious minds and into that deep power that comes from when we are experiencing and being in life rather than, you know, just thinking about or analyzing it. It's a bit of a lost art, or at least it was for me and for so many of the people that I work with. This practice is transformative as we do start to feel and connect back in with our deep inner wisdom that comes through the body. And so the journaling prompts as well are a key part of this. So the book is divided into, there's eight main chapters because there's eight main moon phases in the moon cycle. Each one of those eight main phases lasts for three or four days apiece. Um, and they repeat each month with each moon cycle. And so there is a section within each one of those chapters for you as the reader to start to, to, to investigate yourself what's coming up for you at that particular moon phase. What kind of action could you take in order to bring your intention into form and the first of those eight moon phases of course is around the new moon and there is a lot of information there around how to set a new moon intention lunar abundance style and then work with that intention what is it that you want to cultivate in your life what do you want to attract into your life at this time you know is it around you know bringing in you know, more clients for your business? Is it around actually having a more, uh, you know, purposeful, meaningful career? Is it about, you know, enriching your current relationships, bringing in a soulmate? Is it around cultivating more of a sense of health and vitality? Is it around deepening your spiritual connection? Is it around that sense of, you know, those spiritual qualities, developing more love and kindness, compassion and joy in your life? These are all examples of intentions that you could set at the new moon. And then throughout each one of those subsequent moon phases and each one of the subsequent chapters in the book, I wanted to give a practical 
how-to guide for people to be able to bring their ideal dream life into reality. I didn't want this just to be a book about esoteric, interesting ideas. I wanted this book to support people to work with the moon cycle in a very practical way so that you can see real results and real transformation in your life by doing the work, yes, but also by allowing yourself to really rest into the yin phases. And I talk about this in a lot more detail in the book, whereas I feel, you know, that again, that this, this, this yang push hustle doing thinking mode is so, you know, popular and valued and in many ways rewarded in our modern Western society and culture. But we have, again, this lost art of the resting, the restoring, the listening, and also, you know, that comes with the yin, also this sense of allowing opportunities to come to you, allowing yourself to receive what the world wants to give you and allowing yourself to cultivate this innate magnetism that comes from resting into the to the yin which comes more deeply embodying your feminine you know your, your feminine essence and again that's regardless of gender everybody has this and so I feel like you know the 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 working with the yin and the yang together in the different phases of of the moon is key to being able to cultivate this more sustainable success to cultivate this sense of magnetism and a allowing the right opportunities to come to you, allowing yourself to get very clear about what type of life you want to create for yourself and then taking the practical steps and allowing yourself to to lean back as well and receive all the goodness that wants to come into your life. So I had taught this, you know, this is a practice I've been sharing now for for 10 years. And so I had a really good sense of the types of difficulties that people had when they were starting to to work with these concepts. I have a good idea of the, the questions that I was asked over and over again by my clients in real life, in workshops, in the online programs that I was running on online, on Instagram. And so I wanted to create a beautiful resource which would answer those questions, which would provide that guide and which would sit on your bedside table as this companion to really help you to connect in with the moon cycle to create that better, more abundant life, more joyful life, which is absolutely available to all of us. Oh, you know, you just you just touched on my very next question, which was what is it that really awaits us when we start to put this into practice? What is the transformation that's possible? And what is it that we can truly create in our lives? Is it is it really customizable for each person? Is it something that we choose and that we co-create and design? Or is it something even deeper than that? Is it something that the universe just has waiting for us? Um, what is really possible as we start to put this into practice? I love this question. And I feel like there is both of what you've said, both of the things that you've said, I should say, are actually right. Because there are these universal themes, these universal drives and motivations that we all experience as human beings. We all quest for this sense of meaning 
and purpose. Why is it that we're here on this earth at this time? You know, what is our true professional purpose? What's our work for the world? And also, you know, what is this sense of, of, of being alive and being a fully actualized human being who's able to play, you know, the full range of experience? And so I can certainly speak for myself and say, in by following this practice over time, by cultivating this greater sense of self-awareness, who I really am, all of the external ideas that people had put into my head about what it should, what I should be doing for my job, for my career, what was actually possible for me, started to fall away as I started to tune into what it was that I really wanted to do, what it was that I desired for my life. What kind of difference did I want to make in the world? What was my true purpose? You know, why was I born? What is my special and unique gift? And so this practice in helping you to come back more deeply to how it is that you feel, come back and connect in with your own intuition, with your own body wisdom, will help you to follow the crumbs towards finding that out for yourself. So that has been a huge transformation for me and for the women who I've shared this practice with. So people have left, you know, jobs, which on the surface look fantastic, but actually, you know, it was not ever the career that they wanted to lead. You know, they wanted to do, you know, a different, um, a different job in a different area. Maybe they wanted to start their own business. You know, maybe they wanted to express their creativity, to start to write the book that they'd always wanted to write, you know, to learn the instrument, which they've always, you know, craved to, to learn, but they've never seen themselves as musical or artistic, or maybe they got some bad feedback when they were a kid and that has shaped and limited their worldview. And so Expanding that sense of possibility and connecting us in more deeply with our purpose is one of the key transformative elements of this practice. I also find that living a life in a way which is much more sustainable because it's not about being on all the time. It's not about pushing and hustling and moving forwards and always trying to make things happen, but allowing yourself to dance between the yin and the yang modes of, of operating, allow yourself to be more in the flow of life, brings so much more ease and so much more you know, grace and calm and peace into our lives. And it is something where, you know, I used to be very, very stressed and anxious and perfectionist and worried about doing everything right all the time. And what I found is that I'm able to relax into the inevitable ebbs and flows of life now after following this practice. I can have that success in the external world, but then I can also have that more holistic well-rounded life and importantly I can also experience that sense of joy and contentment and happiness in every single moment of my life and that is what is available to all of us as we start to again tap in more deeply to ourselves as we start to find out who it is that we really are and we start to live life in a way which is really much more in flow with the natural energies and the natural orders of life, um, the natural, natural cycles for sure. There's also a sense of calm and ease that comes from really embodying 
this notion of abundance. And the practice is called lunar abundance because it's not just, you know, about the lunar feminine feeling side of things, the emotional world, cultivating emotional intelligence, although that's a big part of it. It is about knowing that there is always going to be enough, that you are always supported in order to, you know, actualize your dreams, you know, to have that faith and confidence to be able to set those intentions to dream of the life that you really want to lead and know that you will be supported if you allow that support of the world to show up and provide you with that abundance. So many of us live, and I definitely did myself, in this place of, you know, scarcity and lack and fear, even though I wouldn't have identified it. I'm putting words in the mouth of how I used to live because I didn't know that there was any other way. But what I found is that now by tapping into this, uh, tapping into the moon cycle, setting intentions at each new moon and working each moon cycle throughout each one of those eight phases of the lunar abundance practice, what I have found is again and again and again, I have been able to manifest and bring into form with the support, the co-creative support of the universe every single month, whatever it is that I am wanting to cultivate in my life. And again, that could be a tangible thing around, you know, more money, more health, more vitality, you know, specific connections, or these could be more intangible qualities as well, like that sense of ease and flow and love, you know, and, and laughter, you know, and joy and fun. And so what I found over time, and again, the women I've shared this practice with have found this again over time, is that you have so much more of a sense of personal power in your life. You have so much more agency in your life. You have that sense of being able you know, to be a, a real agent of change in your own life's narrative, able to you know, draw into your life all of the abundance that you need. And that in turn leads to this real sense of, of relaxation and joy. And the more that you are able to experience that sense of relaxation and joy and peace and gratitude, the more good things will come to you. And the moon cycle is that it really, for me, epitomizes the essence of abundance because it never runs out. There will always be another new moon. There will always be another moon cycle. And it's this constant practice to be able to embody these ideas in your life in a way which will just lead to a much better life for you and for others in your orbit. Oh my gosh, Ezzy, I am feeling so inspired right now, so motivated. I wish we could have you on every week because I am so charged up and excited. Um, thank you so much for everything that you've shared with us today. Oh, you're so welcome. It's been a real joy. That was the amazing Ezzy Spencer of Lunar Abundance. So that's it for today's show. That was my interview with the amazing Ezzy Spencer, PhD, author of Lunar Abundance. I hope that you found a lot of value in today's show. I hope that you were able to explore some ways to use this lunar energy in your own life and maybe even mix some crystals into your practice. Now, I do want to just do a little um, kind of a summary here and talk about some of the things that I've been doing since this interview with Ezzy and some other ways that I've been using crystals to connect to the moon. So I actually have this really cool, it's, it's kind of like a crystal grid base, so it's a wooden base and it has all eight phases of the moon kind of wood burned into it. 
and I've been just using a little moonstone on that grid base as kind of a lunar tracker just to remind me and help me be more conscious of which phase we're in right now and what that really means in my life energetically. Um, I also have a little selenite crystal grid that I've been putting up just on the full moon when I'm manifesting something new and, you know, not, not where it's being brought to a head, but where I'm creating that idea, where I'm tuning in and thinking about what it is that I want to create for myself in my life over the next 29 and a half days of the lunar cycle. And then on the full moon, I've been making a little moonstone grid with all different colors of moonstone because I feel like it's bringing in all those different energies and aspects into my life. So this is something that I've really been enjoying um, and I'm just so grateful to Ezzy for taking the time to really talk through this and, and just what a big impact the moon does have on all of us. So again, I hope that you really enjoyed today's show. If you want more information about anything that we discussed in this episode, you can learn more over on the website at loveandlightschool.com slash blog. And of course, if you did enjoy the show today, the biggest compliment you can give me is to just leave me a really quick rating. And I would love if you take time to leave a review over at loveandlightschool.com slash iTunes. Uh, this really helps us out, helps get the word about crystal healing out there to more and more people. And while you're there, be sure to subscribe through that link as well so that you never miss a future episode of the podcast. And that brings us to the end of this episode of the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Levy of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. I'll be back with you in our next episode. And until then, crystal blessings. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. Visit us online at loveandlightschool.com. The Crystal Healing Certification Program is coming soon. Want to know more? For info, free training, and to get on the list, go to crystalhealerschool.com.